0: my miracle baby navigating surrogacy and donor IVF a limited podcast series recorded and produced by growing families sam everingham and kerry duncan Welcome to our podcast on Georgia. This is our second one on Georgia. Our aim is to keep you informed about what's going on. We've got a great speaker today that Sam will introduce in a moment.
1: Welcome, everybody. I'm Sam Everingham from Growing Families. We're lucky today to have an expert from our Georgia, a legal expert, you know Bob-Buratzet, who many parents have used for assistance with their documentation for birth certificates and surrogacy contracts and... So forth to talk to us a bit about the situation in Georgia after the government's announcement of the closure of Georgia. It does seem to have been an announcement that's taken the, uh, the Georgia disarray community by surprise. And Nino's going to talk to us a bit about that and what it means for having parents
2: yes sure so hello everyone let me just briefly explain you what was going on prior to this uh, announcement from the government so it's been for several years that the ministry of health worked on the bill of medically assisted reproduction and the requirement was that we georgia has uh, now has entered into the association agreement with the european union And Georgia took the obligation to implement several European directives into our legislation. And the main purpose of working on the Bill of Medically Assisted Reproduction was to fulfill the obligation that the Georgian government took under the association agreement with the European Union. However, these directives do not refer specifically to surrogacy, and these directives did not require for a prohibition of surrogacy or the access to any means of artificial conception based on nationality. And even like many IVF clinics and the specialists were involved, actively involved in the working process together with the Ministry of Health of Georgia and as a result we had the bill prepared for medically assisted reproduction already in, in spring and we were waiting for this bill to be passed in the Georgian parliament this autumn. And therefore, this bill would have been effective only from 2025. And therefore, this new law would give the possibility and would give the reasonable time for agencies, for IVF clinics and all the stakeholders involved in this process to just get to know all the requirements, new requirements that the law would have, mainly these requirements in terms of surrogacy report to kind of banning commercialization and restricting the payments to surrogate mother and donors. However, specifically, the bill mentioned the payments kind of altruism. However, however the payments for inconveniences and the payments for lost income um, would be allowed. And therefore we were expecting this bill to be, to be passed this year and would, and it would have become effective only from 2025. And it was kind of the reasonable time for it. And suddenly it's, it's uh, June 12th. And we we hear only the verbal announcements from the prime minister and from afterwards from the ministry of health of Georgia, declaring that they are going to ban a surrogacy and then not only surrogacy, also the services for in vitro fertilization for foreign intended parents. And this was totally shocking news for everyone, for clinics, for lawyers for everyone involved in this process and we um, at this moment still we do not know the real reason for this and we do not, do not know how and when this decision was taken because We all, I mean, all the IVF clinics, all the especially, they were involved in, actively involved in the process of creation of this bill. And it was not even, this question was not, and this issue was not even raised during the discussion on the bill that the uh, surrogacy and IVF services would be banned for foreigners. This issue was not even discussed. And suddenly we hear the verbal, these verbal announcements, what to expect. So this is a real question that all, all of you might have. So um, we continue to struggle in this respect uh, for the government to reconsider its decision. However, the, there are little chances of this. And it, it was quite hard to just get the amended bill where this restriction is included. I could unofficially get it only yesterday. So what I can read from the bill is that all the services of medically assisted reproduction would be banned, would be allowed only for Georgian uh, citizens. And, and this is the only wording in terms of prohibiting the access to medically assisted reproduction services, which means not only surrogacy uh, and not only donation, but also in vitro fertilization and other Services for artificial conception would be allowed only for for uh, Georgian nationals, and the ban also said that the effective date of this law would be January first, twenty twenty four. They're they're not only going to ban surrogacy for. In intended parents, they're going to just completely and radically implement all these new regulations, which needs many other acts to be enacted by the government. And I, I simply do not know and cannot imagine how the government might just uh, fulfill all these uh, obligations prior to January 1st, 2024. And this is a wording we have in the bill. And if this law becomes effective from January 1st, 2024, it means that from the effective date, the transfers, uh, the, uh, I mean, all these services cannot be accessible by foreign intended parents. The law does not mention anything uh, about the programs that have already been started prior to 2024. Uh, However, there is a... One indication in um, uh, in one part that it will not affect the embryo transfers that happened prior to January first, twenty twenty four. Uh, there are many unclarities in this respect. However, um, for example, I have a question. I myself have a question, and this question should be raised during the discussion of the bill in the parliament, whether the programs uh, under which the notarized contracts, intended parents have already notarized contracts with surrogate mothers, how would this law be effective to those programs? For example, if intended parents have notarized contracts with surrogate mothers prior to January 1st, 2024, whether it will be possible to, to do EBITDA transfers up to that date. If you ask me at this point, because I cannot give you the specific answer, because this bill, which I have at this moment, does not provide any answer to that. Uh, and this needs, uh, this situation and this question needs the clarity. However, at this moment, I what I think about, can only think about is that probably not because In one part, um, there is kind of indication that the embryo transfer should happen prior to January 1st, 2024. However, I'm not definite in this answer, and there are still some clarities, and there are not definitive answers to those questions, which probably will need more time to get the answers um, about these questions. However, I might say a few words about the process, because it's not. This is just um, what is going on right now in Georgia. Those are just kind of verbal announcements. The parliament hasn't even started to work on this bill yet. And therefore there will be many discussions and uh, IVF clinics, they really are actively involved in this process to provide their arguments against banning, especially against banning surrogacy for, for independent parents. And at least a purpose should be is just to prolong the time and for uh this bill to be effective, not just from January 1st, 2024, but maybe just to prolong this time and give independent parents who have who have already started their programs with agencies when with the clinics to for them to give the possibility to, to end this program. So this is the first, first purpose of uh, negotiations with the government officials and the parliament well the best solution of course would be just to convince the government to you
1: know
2: re- rethink uh, uh, this decision to ban the surrogacy for intended parents i as a lawyer cannot hear any grounded arguments those arguments just are i mean just announcement they they are not they do not have any grounds and if you ask me why the Georgian government uh, has decided to ban services for foreign intended parents, I, I cannot give you any any reasonable answer to that because those I mean those uh, explanations for me they are not just arguments. Yes. So this thanks. is just a brief, yes brief explanation what is going on at this moment in Georgia.
1: Yeah, thanks, Nina. That's great. Sam, it sounds like there's a lot more
0: questions than answers available at the moment. I imagine people are feeling pretty frustrated. How can they stay informed and up to date with any changes or information that comes to light over the next few months?
1: Look, the best thing for people to do is subscribe to the Growing Families newsletter because we will be making known Uh, webinars we'll be putting on in the coming months about developments in that area, about other options for people, or keep a track of our website. On our website, we've always got an events listing about webinars coming up where you can keep informed about the, the changes and what that means for you and your family building plans.
0: Okay, fantastic. That's great. Thank you, Sam. I'm sure that's going to really help a lot of people. So there is support out there for anyone who's feeling anxious. And, of course, they can contact you directly, Sam, Growing Families, if they want to do a, an individual consult, but otherwise they've got the webinars.
1: That, that's right. And we do have a support for people who are, who are wanting support in either moving the embryos to another country or looking at what, what other options are available to them that are safe and reliable. So people shouldn't hesitate in reaching out for that kind of prof- professional advice.
0: Okay, fantastic. Thanks so much, Sam. Great. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For further information, please head to the Growing Families website, www.growingfamilies.org.